Hello and welcome to the Feminine Genius Podcast. This is a podcast that celebrates all women of God and their unique genius. I'm your host, Rachel Wong. Our stories of how we encountered God are powerful words to share with others. Maybe some of you listening have even shared your personal story many times. But what if you feel like your story is ordinary and not like the ones you've heard from other people? If that's you, then I invite you to lean in even closer. Caroline Owens once thought that her story was simple, too simple, in fact, to be shared. But after a lot of encouragement and grace from the Lord, she started to speak out about how God has worked through her and in her. And that inspired her to start her podcast, She Believed, where she shares the stories of how God fulfilled his promises in the lives of other women. Today, Caroline and I talk about her own story, how she came to start the podcast, She Believed, and why it's so important to share your story, even if you think it's simple and ordinary. Caroline. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks so much for having me on the podcast today. It is my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me for making some time for me and our listeners. I was wondering if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do right now. Absolutely. So my name is Caroline Owens. I just recently graduated college in December from Ball State, which is in Indiana. I studied public relations and event planning, and I had it all lined up where I was supposed to be moving to Washington, D.C. I landed my dream job with a small startup marketing agency that focuses on women-owned small businesses. So I was going to be doing account management with them. But then everything with the coronavirus hit, and so plans got shifted a lot, which I'm sure it did for many of you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I also host a podcast, She Believed, um, where I do very similar things, where I just talk with women and share about the faith and just kind of different things that we experience as, as women in our 20s. So I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. It just feels so natural. Oh, 100%. Like I've been following your podcast for a little bit. And, and folks, if you're not listening to She Believed, please do so. I mean, it's just so no. much encouragement and light. Uh, it's just like, you know, having a cup of coffee with a good friend and listening into some very important conversations. So it is very natural for me to be chatting with you. And I'm just so excited to dive in a little bit more about, you know, your work, your podcast. But I think, you know, we should maybe start with your faith journey. So obviously you touch on a lot of really tangible and important topics that touch on our lives as young women, as young Catholic women. And I'm curious to know how your faith journey has been up until this point. Yeah. So I am a cradle Catholic. I grew up in a very devout Catholic family where we would pray together. We would always go to church together on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so it was something that was really special to me early on. And really, this is like a big part of my story because, yeah, I wasn't the person that had like some huge conversion when I like grew up and went to high school or college or anything. Like truly my faith has always been something that I've been very confident in and something that's been a really large part of my life. And so for a long time, I just really didn't feel qualified to be able to talk to people about the faith because I felt like my story was so different. And I was like, oh my gosh, these people are not going to relate to me. But as I've kind of journeyed on and just through a lot of prayer, and I feel like God has just really revealed to me that 
that's okay. Like my story is simple and yeah, it hasn't had many crosses, but it is still something that can bring an encouragement to other people. And so really, I just know that a big part of my faith life was kind of determining like, how do I bring my faith into every aspect of my life? I was someone who was very social in high school and in college, and I liked fashion and thought I wanted to be on TV for a while. And so I kind of loved living in the world. Like, I think I was just very much someone that recognized the good that it had to offer. But then at the same time, I was like, okay, well, I I really believe everything the Catholic Church teaches. And this is something that's really important to me. But I didn't have a lot of women besides my family that I was able to look at being lived out in a tangible way. And really my sophomore year of high school, I had a confirmation retreat. And it was there that I think I kind of claim as my conversion moment, or really just this moment of reconversion where the small group leaders. It was five day retreat where we went away. We didn't have our phones and we were just with everyone our same age, learning all about the faith and preparing for confirmation that upcoming Sunday. And the women that were leading us were college aged women who were just so beautiful and lived out the faith so joyfully. But also you could just tell that they cared about what they looked like and they put time into what they wore and they liked to go out and have fun with their friends in like a respectful way in a way that was dignifying to them and to the faith. And it was just this point of like something clicked in my mind of, okay, like I don't have to be like the stereotypical Catholic woman, or I don't have to become a nun. Like all of these misconceived notions that I had kind of were washed away. And I I really realized for the first time what it meant to live out my femininity authentically as a woman in the Catholic church. And so, yeah, I've just been really passionate about giving that same opportunity in a different way to other women. And that's kind of where my ministry was brought out of. And it started small and it's grown over the years. And yeah, just hearing you say all those kind words about my podcast, I really appreciate that because that's exactly what my hope was for it, that it just seems like a personal conversation with a friend. And they're very lofty topics and we talk about hard things like suffering and addiction but mm-hmm. it's in a way where it's it's not some high theological discussion but it's something that you're like okay I can go and talk to my friends about that and that's that's really the heart of my mission is just helping other women come to discover who God created them to be absolutely i first encountered you as the college catholic and i think we were kind of chatting back and forth on instagram just because i'd followed you for quite some time at first i thought it was like oh no where did she go but <laughs> you know, what's beautiful about this is that we see the evolution of a ministry. And like you said, started small and has gradually grown over the years. So if we think back a couple years, what prompted you to start the College Catholic? Yeah, so I started this Instagram kind of journal, I would call it in August 2017. I was going into my sophomore year of college. And it started because I desired this community. So that story I just told about confirmation and encountering this woman that were authentically living out their femininity and the faith. When I got to college, I just lost that community again. And I had joined a sorority and I was involved in our Catholic center, but just felt very torn between these two worlds. Mm. And I wanted to be able to remind people that even coming from this desire inside myself that like you can live both of these things authentically and you can enjoy college in a way that's still honoring yourself and honoring the faith. And so I started the College Catholic as kind of this journal to show people like, hey, this is how you can live out your faith in college and still enjoy all of it that it has to offer. 
but yeah, my main goal with that was to really just help women discover who God created them to be as that was such a large part of my journey. And so it started as just kind of sharing some different reflections, sharing some of my college experiences. And so when I left college, that transition was kind of like, oh gosh, what do I name this now? And all my friends joked with me, even as I started, it was like, well, what's going to happen when you graduate college? Like, are you just going to be like the Caroline Catholic? Like, and it was <laughs> honestly like overwhelming. I was like, yeah, I have no idea. But it really was beautiful as my time in college came to an end to recognize like I had put a lot of my identity in being a college woman and it made me relatable and it gave me a platform to say like, oh, this is where I'm living out my faith. And so- mm-hmm as you graduate college, it just looks so different for everyone. And at the time I had no idea what my life was going to look like. So through a lot of prayer, like I just came to realize that my identity wasn't in my state of life or in college or anything like that, but it was in who God created to me. And so that's why I ended up going with my full name because I felt like that most perfectly kind of explained what my ministry was. I had come to know who I was. And so I wanted to help other women do the same. Mm, So good. So good. And Like you said, the evolution of it. And just before we started recording, you were talking about how at the time of recording this podcast, it's almost been about six months. So congratulations, six months of She Believed. What was the inspiration behind starting a podcast? Yeah, so I really just had this desire to better serve my community. A lot of my friends on the internet have very tangible ways that they can express their creativity. One of my good friends, Mari, she runs West Coast Catholic and she had recently came out with these beautiful rosaries that are handmade. Uh, you know, you see all over Instagram, all the beautiful hand lettering and everyone making clay earrings, like all of these really beautiful products that they're selling. And I'm over here like, yikes, I cannot do any of that. You don't ever want to see my handwriting anywhere. Like I, I can appreciate visual design and like, I would like to say I have good taste, but I cannot create any of that. And so I really struggled to learn like how to use my creativity. And it came to last summer. So summer 2019, I had quite a long commute to my internship that summer. And so I started listening to podcasts. And as I was listening to the podcast, I was kind of like, okay, I think I could do this. I kind of just realized that it felt like I was sitting in the car talking with friends I always struggled as a young girl to identify what my gifts were. I didn't really know how to tangibly like put them into practice. Like I said, I couldn't do art. I can't sing. I can't dance. None of those things. But I always knew my gifts were in relating with people and building relationships. And as a young girl, you're like, that's so useless. Like, what am I ever going to do with this? And so hearing these podcasts, I was like, whoa. For the first time, I realized like this is where my gifts could be put to use. And so it kind of started that idea in my head of like, okay, are there other young women out there, other young Catholic women doing this? And yeah, there was very few. And I'm sure this is something you kind of realized too, that there was such a need for Mm -hmm. Catholic women to kind of come into this space. And so it kind of took a couple of months. I had the idea, was super excited about it. And then kind of the reality of learning how to start a podcast Mm -hmm. and just getting over that fear of like, am I qualified for this? Are people actually going to listen? Like, should I actually put my time into this? So it wasn't really until like November that I started actually like putting my butt into action because I was just trying to get over those hurdles of fear and that I'm not good enough. Um, But it kind of all just came from the Bible verse, Luke 145, that blessed is she who believed that was spoken to her by the Lord would be fulfilled. So that has always just been my go-to verse. 
I just have found a lot of comfort in that, that like the promises that God has for us is he's going to fulfill them. And it's always looked so different in my life, how I think he's going to fulfill those promises, but he always does. And so I want, I knew I wanted that to be the foundation of this podcast. And it's been beautiful. I asked that question, like, what is one promise you believe the Lord has fulfilled in your life to every guest that comes on and to see the ways that God is working in each woman's life is just, it moves me and it like reminds me of the ways God is working and just the underlying theme. And every single one of those is that he's faithful. And, you know, like this is exactly what that Bible verse reveals is that God is going to fulfill those desires. And so, yeah, it's just been such a blessing getting to connect my followers and listeners with other incredible women. Mm -hmm. And listeners to my podcast will know that the Annunciation is my favorite, you know, Marian feast. I love the whole story of the Annunciation. And I'm so thankful that you brought up that verse from Luke, because I feel like, you know, sometimes like I've read or I've listened to that story so many times. and again, like just to see another person's reading of it, their interpretation, what really speaks to them about that. And like that scripture, it's like living and active in our world. It's not a dead book that was written a couple thousand years ago. So that's really incredible. And I think that what you speak to is just so beautiful. The fact that God has a promise for each of us and in his own time, he will show what it is. But like you said, the unifying thread among all of your guests is that every story that has been told is that he has been faithful. That's just so wonderful. On your podcast and on your website, you're very honest, which I I really appreciate about how you've always maybe like felt ordinary. You didn't have a story worth sharing. And I wanted to know how you came to like overcome that. Like, what was that conversation with God? Like where he reassured you that actually, you know, your story is just as important, just as worthy to share with other folks in the way that you're doing now with this podcast. Mm, Yeah. So it it took a lot. It wasn't really one conversation where God was like, okay, I'm going to dispel every fear and insecurity that you have surrounding your own testimony and such. Um, But I think just through the people in my life that God has given me Mm -hmm. over the years have slowly been able to reveal that to me. And so One moment that really sticks out was I was in spiritual direction with Sister Benedicta. She is a sister of perpetual adoration. And I was kind of just sharing with her some of these fears of, yeah, I feel like I've never really had true hardship in my life. And it makes me really anxious to then journey with other people because I don't want them to think that I'm unqualified or I'm a phony trying to give them advice or that, yeah, I'm not able to sympathize with them. Mm-hmm. And she kind of reminded me, which was just like so simple, but it was just like groundbreaking to me and I'll never forget it. And she said, Caroline, like if you had experienced all the tragedy that everyone had gone through. So if you've had an eating disorder, if you've lost a parent, if you have gone through like many breakups, you would be crumbled by the weight of all of this. And like mm-hmm. you, yeah, if you were able to empathize with each person that came into your life, like your life would be so heavy. And just because you haven't experienced those things doesn't mean that you can't walk in journey with those people. Like they don't need someone to give them advice all the time. They don't need the perfect answer. They're looking for someone to love them and to be there for them. And it just seems so simple, but it was just like this, just the beginning of me recognizing that, yeah, I don't have to know all the answers. I don't have to have encountered God in every way that someone else has, but I have to be able to love people and meet them where they're at and really just be a listener and someone that's able to guide them back to God. So as that kind of fits into my own story, how can I do that for other people? And I just know for myself, 
it was just intimidating to kind of embrace my own story. You know, you just always hear these like famous speakers that have like huge transformations or, you know, they just lived very parallel lives before their conversion. And that just wasn't my story. And so I was just like, okay, my, my story is not worth sharing. Um, but then really, as I was talk, would talk to other people and kind of reveal this insecurity that I had, I wasn't alone in it. And the more that you talk to people, most people don't have some crazy conversion. Their stories are quite simple. And I just came to recognize that everyone's story is worth sharing and that everyone has purpose and everyone has the opportunity to reveal God in the ways that he's working in their lives. And so as I kind of came to realize that, I just feel like God has been giving me more language to kind of explain that to other people and to really have the motivation to encourage other women specifically to embrace their stories, whatever they are, and to learn that you have something worth offering people. And my story is not going to be the one that's going to help reach every single person's heart. Like that's just not what I was created to do. There's other women in this world that are meant to reach others, but I am supposed to serve the people that God has put in front of me. And I just need to keep doing that. Absolutely. And, you know, you speak of just so many highlights and so many graces that I'm sure have come about through listening to these uh, women's stories. Like, I I feel the same way, and I'm sure this must be the same for you. Like, whenever we have these conversations and we're able to hear the stories of others, we're invited into this very intimate place in a person's life. And like you were saying, the people that we're ministering to, the people that are kind of in front of us or in the sphere of influence, these are the ones that hopefully we'll be able to touch, whether it's like, you know, me or it's the guests that's speaking with us. And, you know, it's such a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful opportunity. What have been some of the graces that have come from this podcast that you've been running? Oh my goodness, there's the list is so long. <laughs> um, I think one, just the joy that I've been able to experience as I've been able to talk with women and just share their story. Yeah, I just remember recording the very first episode and feeling so nervous. And I just like couldn't help but smile the entire time. And it was just this confirmation and the peace and joy that I felt that like, Caroline, this is exactly what I want you to be doing right now. So I would say just the joy is a huge one. Also the community that I have been able to build, not only with other women who are kind of in the same sphere of influence, who are desiring to kind of reach hearts for Christ and win them over, but also women that are just like so vulnerable with me and who will have the courage to reach out and share the ways that maybe a podcast episode or a post related to exactly what they were praying about. And if one person like comes out to me and says like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. It's that confirmation that Lord, the work that I'm doing has a purpose to it because yes. there's, there's sometimes you record episodes and you're like, that was awful. Like, I feel like I had nothing good to share, especially the episodes that I record by myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, Caroline, like no one wants to hear this. And then someone will message me and be like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, all right, Jesus, thank you. Because that is totally (laughs) the Holy Spirit because that is absolutely not me. So I think too, just like the confirmation that in small ways that God keeps giving me to just keep going and to trust that this isn't about me, this is about him. And I will never do it perfectly, but he will continue to give me the grace if this is where he wants me to continue to serve. Amen. Amen. Yes. Literally everything you said, just speaking right into my heart, you know, God will always use whatever the littleness that we give him, like the little offerings that we give him and he'll be able to use them in so many different ways. So thank you. Thank you for that affirmation. Yeah. You're not alone. (laughs) I think so. I think so many women feel that way and, and whatever, even if you're not a podcast host, whether you do art or music or even just like 
leading a Bible study, like we so often feel like what we do is not good enough, but you just have to be able to recognize those small ways that God's affirming you in your work. I think that's so important and having the perseverance to continue on. Absolutely. Yes. Like we were talking about a big part about she believed is really encouraging folks to find the ways that God has proven that he's faithful throughout our lives. And I think that sometimes it can be difficult to see that. So what advice do you have for listeners when it comes to embracing the ordinary in our lives and also just seeking out those promises that God has for us? Mm, I would say gratitude. That has been my go-to of even just cultivating joy of if you want to see how God is working, like you have to stop and you have to reflect on what your life looks like and you can't always be thinking about the future. And so kind of a practice that I've taken on is writing down the ways that God has been faithful to me, even in just the smallest ways. And so you're able to look back during those times where you're like, okay, everything's taken away from me. Like even you think of like the coronavirus, like so many people are losing jobs. People aren't able to get married. There's just so much heartache in the world. And it's easy to think like, dang, God abandoned me. Like where the Mm -hmm. heck is he in all of this? But Mm -hmm. if we are able to go back to those journals and say like, oh, okay, these things, these promises, he was faithful in the past. He'll be faithful in the future. And so I think that would be a really great tip is just kind of cultivating that presence of gratitude. And then also, this is something new that I've kind of learned. And I had this advice from someone else, but kind of making a morning offering in the morning that's your own. So I went to Catholic school and every day we would pray the morning offering together, like as we did the Pledge of Allegiance too. And still, after all those 12 years, I do not remember the morning offering. And it's not that long. But some of the best advice I got was make your own morning offering. Like you don't have to recite Mm. the prayer. Like if you write something and then you can memorize that and you can say it every morning, it's just a great way to be in conversation with God, offer him up your day. And then at the end of the day, likewise, like kind of do something similar and be able to thank God for everything that went on. And I think recognizing those small things, I think often we think of gratitude or kind of seeing how God has been faithful or fulfilled his promise to us, it has to be huge revelations. And I I felt really hung up on that because yeah, for a long time, I felt like I never really had these huge promises that God fulfilled. And so it kind of took a lot of practice, but coming to find like every day, there's small things that God does to bring us joy and to show his presence. So like even taking a walk Mm -hmm. or getting to talk with a friend on the phone, like such small things, like if we really slow down and recognize where his presence is. I think it just is able to kind of make us more present to the way that he's working in our lives. So then when something really big does happen that we're able to say, yeah, God, like you are faithful, but it kind of just helps in that everyday life when we aren't really seeing him working in like huge, miraculous ways. Hmm. Absolutely. God is faithful here and now, just because I wouldn't have known that we were going to be talking about something like this. And it started off with me journaling, okay, what were the highlights of today? And, you know, it's, it could be big things being able to like finish my thesis, for example, or like the little things like a friend just texted me and then we launched into a 45 minute FaceTime and it was great. Just especially here and now where we're all so isolated. (laughs) So these highlights and cultivating gratitude, I love that so much. And, you know, I hope that'll continue to inspire listeners to really look within themselves and see what it is that God is doing because he's always moving. He's living and active and he's always working through our lives. But Caroline, I think maybe just to close the way that you always ask your guests the same question I always ask my guests, how they've seen 
the feminine genius flourish in their own lives. So I would like to turn that to you. How have you seen the feminine genius flourish in your own life? First of all, I love that question. And I think just going back to kind of our conversation earlier about really struggling to identify what my gifts were when I was growing up. And I think this is really common for young women. We look to a lot of role models that we have in our lives and admire the ways that they use their gifts. And we think, okay, if I want to be like them, then I need to live my life exactly like them. I need to look like them. I need to act like them. I need to do the same job as them. And that was really discouraging to me because I didn't have the same gifts as a lot of the women that I was looking up to. And so how I've really been able to embrace my feminine genius and grow in my talents is really being able to ask God, like, what are the gifts you have given me? And then give me practical ways that I can live that out. And so, like I said, I I recognized from I was a very young age that my gift was connecting with others and building relationships. And yeah, for me, that seemed so abstract. But the more that I asked God, where do you want me to use these gifts? That he began to give me the inspiration and the platforms to do so. I think also just recognizing that like to use our gifts, it doesn't have to be some big showy way or we don't have to be impacting like hundreds of thousands of people. Like as long as we're doing everything with the purpose of honoring God and using what he has given us to give glory back to him, then he's going to bless that. And like we said, whether it's one person or whether it's thousands, you're still winning people over for Christ and that's all that he desires. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'd say really just embracing my unique story and recognizing that it's beautiful that it doesn't look like everyone else's and just finding the joy in helping other women discover that too. Caroline, thank you. Thank you so much. And maybe we can close with a prayer together. Um, would you mind leading us in a prayer? Absolutely. I would love that. Awesome. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you and we praise you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to just join these women as we chat about what it means to serve you and to bring glory to your name. I ask that you bless the lives of all the women listening, that you encourage them to embrace the gifts that you've given them and you give them the courage to pursue whatever it is that you have on their hearts. Mother Mary, you who are our role model, the most beautiful woman, we ask for your intercession today as we move forward in faith and continue to pursue a relationship with your son. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much, Caroline. It truly was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It was so fun. I love joining you. Thank you so much to Caroline Owens for joining me on the Feminine Genius Podcast today. As mentioned, Caroline is the host of She Believed, which is another amazing podcast that you need to check out. You can listen to She Believed wherever you listen to your podcasts, and you can learn more about Caroline and She Believed by following her on Instagram at Caroline Rose Owens and by checking out her website, carolineroseowens.com. I've linked all of these in the show notes below and happy listening. As for the Feminine Genius Podcast, you can stay up to date by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at FemGeniusPod, and you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to She Believed and your other favorite shows, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the whole nine yards. All of this information can be found on our website, FeminineGeniusPodcast.com. We'll talk to you soon, and God bless always.